Hey, what's up? It's Alex Wolf, and you're listening to No Pressure, hosted by Anthony Frazier. Make sure to subscribe. live welcome back welcome back to another episode of no pressure where each week i tackle a question that's near and dear to creatives and so if you're new to this and you're probably wondering is this a newsletter or this is a podcast well guess what it's both see the only way to hear this podcast is through the newsletter so go ahead and subscribe if it's your first time listening and you never even heard of me before or anything like that go ahead and subscribe um because this is the only way to hear another episode so why do i do it this way you know um i won't explain it every episode but i do it this way because um it's sort of like an experiment you know i want to make sure um i have full control over the experience that you guys have and uh, listening to me and full control over the audience, to be honest with you. So if you are creative, you know how just how important it is to have control over your audience and over over your data. And I have using Substack, I have that control. So as we start this year, though, you know, I, I did have the desire to talk about one thing, which was quiet battles, right? Everybody who's a creative or entrepreneur, we all go through quiet struggles and quiet battles. And I think sometimes we feel as creators um, that we never want to show our cards. We never want to look weak. We never want to reveal that we're vulnerable. But most of all, we want to always look like we know what we're doing. When in all actuality, nobody knows what they're doing. So I decided to call up my guy, Dwight Peters, and jump on the phone with him. And Dwight is the CEO and the founder of Open Phone Repair, which is a 24-7 appointment-based iPhone, iPad, and MacBook repair service that's located in Harlem, New York. And so I decided to call him specifically because... I wanted to get his take on this topic. And Dwight previously, he had a company called Backers Hub, which helped like Kickstarter campaigns get funded. And at its height, Backers Hub was doing like 20 grand a month in revenue. And it was so dope seeing his success. But then he just disappeared. And I always wondered, was he fighting a quiet battle? Was what happened? Like, did you did you just want to retreat from the world? And what's interesting is that even bigger conversation came out of me asking him that question. And that was how much of your self-worth is tied to your company's success? Man, I think that's um I think that's part of the game, right? Like if, if, if you want to be real, if you want to be authentic, if you want to kind of give like the true in-depth look of like what it takes to make anything, you, you got to be real. And, you know, so like, like we talked about, like we, we both kind of like fell back from certain things. Like I fell back from social media. Like I felt um, like there was a point where back is some, I was riding the high of back is some. Like I built this thing from the ground up and I'm like, this is coming in. But I wasn't prepared to deal with competitors. I wasn't prepared to deal with people just ripping off my whole concept and like repackaging it and selling it. Like one day we woke up and like we lost like 50% of our revenue. Like overnight, I'm like, yo, wait, what changed? 
And then we were looking and we're like, yo, we got all these competitors out the woodworks, even running with our name. Like, we're back or something. There's a backer club, backer nation, back in the bada ding, bada ding. I'm like, yo, what is going on? And, um, you know, that that's a strike. That's a blow because I don't know if, I think I got caught up in the sense that my identity was connected to our values, right? Like, the more money we made, the more the more confident I became. I had to fall back and yeah. just take that time just to to reassess yeah. like what's truly important to me. Like I mentioned before this, like, you know, I downsized. Like, I left the country. Like, I got rid of everything. And I just lived on the beach for, like, three years <laughs> just to, like, it was really important. Like, I built a relationship. I lived in DR. I started to build a relationship with people in the community. Like, I ain't live on no resort like I'm, I'm in the community i lived in a beautiful place but i'm still a arm's touch and yo and there were days like yo if we didn't make a sale with that yourself like i'm in my feelings like don't talk to me like even the even wow. if, like even if the previous day we killed it right like if the <laughs> next day it was like ah oh, man like it's over <laughs> like i was too i was too caught up in that because um because i came from nothing right like I started back in South when I was dead broke. So I think there was a little level of insecurity, like, yo, how long is this gonna last? Is it really gonna last? Oh my God, it's ended today. And I kept I kept fearing mm-hmm. that. And, um, and then I just had to let it go, you know? Um, it just wasn't fun anymore. And um, and yeah, I was, all, I was ready for the next challenge. Yeah. And um, thank God for open because um, it was very hard to get out of bed until this came around. Like, nothing excited me besides my daughter. Like, just being a father, yeah, that was great. But, like, as far as, like, business-wise or, like, what am I going to work on, like, nothing would get me out of bed until um, until Open came around. And then I started just, like, I, I, I felt alive again. Something very important about what Dwight was saying Um do you know when you're depressed? Do you know when you're depressed? I had a hard, I would say, 2018. Like, 2018 was a really hard year for me. And even the top of 2019 wasn't really peaches and cream for me. And I think I was depressed. I think I was depressed, but I didn't know I was depressed. I was fighting a quiet battle. And what's so interesting about what what Dwight was saying was that I think I was depressed for the same reasons. There was projects and, and things that I was working on that just didn't quite work out. The problem was I was tying my self-worth in with the success of my company. So when we was up, I was up. When we was down, I was down. In all actuality, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I'm so glad I was able to detach myself from that. But I think this podcast could serve as a PSA because I don't know if that's what you feel like right now. I don't know if that's something that you might be going through right now or somebody you know. But we have to detach ourselves from the success of our company. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, you will stop getting certain phone calls. You will stop getting certain invites. You will stop getting a lot of those because that's just human nature. Human nature is people want to be around perceived winners, 
right? People they perceive as winners. Um, but it doesn't really matter about what people perceive. It's about how do you perceive yourself, you know, and that's what we should be working on each and every day. And so be careful, you know, and don't tie your, 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 your worth, your, your self-worth in with the worth of your company. Um, those things don't match. That's like oil and water. So, and if you want to holler at Dwight Peters, make sure you holler at him. Open phone repair located in Harlem. They're open 24 7, 365. Um, you got a broken iPhone, you got a broken iPad, broken screen, your battery keep messing up. Make sure you holler at him. And I think he's the first black owned phone repair shop in Harlem, New York. So, holler at him. If you like today's episode, make sure you do one thing and one thing only. Spread the word. Send it to a friend. Send it to a loved one. Um, you know, share it with them if you felt like they needed today's message. And I'll holler at you next week. Peace.